This week on the Time Blaster Toycast, we're kicking off the Halloween season and talking nine spooky toy lines from years past. From Monster in My Pocket to McNugget Buddies, Supernaturals to the Slime Pit, we're going to discuss it all. You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a review. On each episode, we will select a random review for a very special giveaway. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Time Blaster Toys, also at The Retro KO. We also want to hear from you. Ask us a question on Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag AskTimeBlasterPod, and we will try our best to answer as many as we can on the show. We are ALIVE alive and kicking here with the following podcast, which is scheduled for weird, wacky, and wicked wistfulness. A 60 minute time limit is in place, and we are ready to introduce today's topic Magic Number Nine, the nine members of Slipknot, Cloud Nine, Whole Nine Yards, and Nine Toy Lines on the Turbo Wheel are all common phrases we hear. Today, one of these is going to be more prevalent than the others, introducing now with the following collection of spooky toy lines. And now for your hosts, they're winging today with the stress of fatherhood and fanfare of figures with actions. From 900 numbers to nines on price tags, it's a number that holds significance in their wickedly wistful hearts. They are the reigning, defending Toycast Tag Team Champions of the World at the Retro KO Joe at Time Blaster Toys Keith, together known as the Time Blaster Toycast. All right. Yeah. So this is a spooky season, guys. Ooh. Right? And it's funny. So last week we said we weren't going to wear costumes until we got to the Halloween episode. Then Dave trots in here in the door. He's got on pink trunks, pink boots, <laughs> WrestleMania 3, adorable Adrian Adonis. Hey, even this blonde wig, it was a little, a little pricier than you would have thought a blonde wig would be during Halloween season. But hey. I even got my little rouge makeup on the cheeks just for you guys. <laughs> That's thought, kind of commitment to the character. I never thought I'd be podcasting with adorable Adrian himself. You know, it was a tough debate. Thought about thought about going with uh, with you know the the punk rock biker Adrian Adonis, but I opted for it. But how ironic was it that, that Joe came in today dressed as Jesse Ventura? Oh man, you know, you know, I love the governor. Love him. No shirt, totally. And he's Dude, in his arms. I've been working his, out all year to pull this costume. And his arm is costume. in that pose. Are you really going to keep your arm up I, like that for the next hour? I'm going to stay in this pose for this entire <laughs> podcast. Oh, but so. more surprising was Keith walking in here as the Green Ranger. Where did you get that shield? That's what I want to know. It was hard finding a Green Ranger costume to fit my frame, but it's out there. <laughs> I went on Wish. I had to get a very big size, but... Yeah, pretty nice, right? We're in the spirits. So, I mean, I guess every week from here on out, guys, we're going to wear costumes for, for the pods? Yeah, might as well month of I October. Mean, we might as well, yeah. yeah okay, surprise cool. each other. Yeah, we'll have to maybe we'll try to take a picture of us three of us oh, together in costume. Yes, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but we'll have to we'll have to get that done one of these weeks. <laughs> but um, I, you know, I mentioned nine hundred numbers in the intro, and there's something about a phone number that I understand uh, that the podcast has now. Is this right? Yeah. This is true. It's the Time Blaster toy line. So this bad boy's open twenty four seven, and you know we just thought it'd be a cool way to promote listener engagement too. We have so many people listening to the pod that want to share their stories with us so we set up a phone number you guys can call it anytime you want leave us a message if you want us to possibly play the message on a show in the future right. we certainly will but just a cool way to you know talk to the fans right and if you don't want to call you can text this number as well 
Oh, and yeah. we can read your messages. I didn't even realize you can text uh, the number as well. Yep. So w- what's the phone number, Joe? Lay it on. It him. is 734-494-2292. Beautiful. Yeah, so please, guys, if you got something you want to share with us, you got a question, you got a comment, you got a story you want to share about one of the toy lines we're going to be talking about, please do. Yeah, and we can even read your review that you yes. leave through new, the toy line or the hotline to get a review. You're and, right. Instead yeah. of uh, having to type it out with your thumbs on the phone, yeah, might as well just call and quick drop a quick voice message with your review right. of the podcast. We'd be happy to read that on the air. We sure would. Okay, so nine spooky toy lines. I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's we've all we've trip. all kind of took in three and you know put it in our pocket. Did a little research this week, so. What's gonna be first? I mean, Turbo likes to uh, take Leave your me three at the, at the end. end. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see if Turbo uh, has that same strategy. I'm really here hoping today. mine are early this week, so I can sit back and relax. All right, let's roll out Turbo. Let's right, see Turbo. what she's got in store for us. First up is oh, the suspense. Universal TMNT. Ooh, this is great, 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 great. So this is like a subline of Ninja Turtles, right? Right. Right, yeah, and I mean, we have we've been doing the Ninja Turtle podcasts from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, we've hit what eighty eight, eighty nine, ninety, and ninety one. Correct. Yes. And now the Mo- Universal Monsters they came out though in the ninety three and ninety four lines, so we haven't quite got there yet. Right. But cool concept, Playmates uh, partners up with Universal mm-hmm. to turn these uh, turtles that they've already turned into whatever else they could, and they're like, hey. We need a mummy. We need Dracula. We need Frankenstein. Yes. We need the Invisible Man. We need the Wolfman. Mm-hmm. And they decided to do that with all the turtles. So the first line in 93, you had Michelangelo as Frankenstein. Such a cool figure. Dude, I love it. Raphael was a mummy. Also great. Leonardo is the Wolfman. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Don is Dracula. Yes, Dude, give me all, all of them. They're all bangers. There's not a bad one in no, the bunch. I don't know. That's one of my favorite sublines. <clears throat> it really is. No, it's cool with Raphael, too, being the mummy because they literally, like, he's like a white, all white figure. Right. right. And um, I don't think that that was the case where they ever had any of the turtles showing no green. Uh, you're right, because the little bit of skin that you do see, <clears throat> it's got like a brownish hue to yeah. it, even. Yep. So, yeah, that's absolutely true. And then 94 line, they followed it up with Invisible Man Mikey, Creature from the Black Lagoon Leo, a mutant Raphael, and instead of Donatello getting another figure, Dracula Don was just peak of the line. <laughs> right. So I mean... they come out with, how do we comp, comp- oh my God, compare... To Dracula, now we do April as the Bride of Frankenstein, and she is awesome looking. All the, <clears throat> all those figures are so cool. Both mm-hmm. series, I mean, as far as like versions of the Ninja Turtles, those are some of the like the top ones that are looked back finally, right? I mean, right. They're, they're just so sweet. And some of the top ones that people want in their collections, and that has caused the value to skyrocket on those figures. I, I mean, not only that, but these figures are so timeless and so popular. To this day, I mean, honestly, in the last year, NECA's got the well, NECA's had the rights to Universal Monsters yep. and Ninja Turtles, so they have mashed them back up together. Right. And there's a whole line of these Universal Monster TMNT figures at Target right now. Um, but nothing compares to the Vintage Boys, no. right? They're all so cool. All and those figures, too, in the original line, they're, they're accessories. Remember how they come in different, like, you can get different colors. Different of colors, yeah. all of them. Yeah, yeah, yep. They were all molded in different color plastic. Weren't they uh, released in the 2012 line, too? Uh, I remember a mummy Raph, right? Or is it a mummy no. Leo? Uh, it's Frankenstein Donatello, I believe. Frankenstein Donatello? Yeah. Raphael's a vampire. I... Right. Mikey's like Teen Wolf. That's it, yeah. And Leo is the uh, zombie hunter. 
Zombie Hunter. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's called Monsters and Mutants, I think. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Monsters and TMNT, you put them together. Perfect bedfellows. Oh, what a match. I was going to ask if with the newer lines, if they've mixed them up or kept them the same, but it sounds like they've mixed them up. They definitely mixed them up. So there could be like a Dracula version of each of the four, potentially. Uh, sure, yeah. So in the new NECA stuff, what you got, Raphael is Frankenstein, mm-hmm. Michelangelo's the mummy, Leo is a hunchback, April's the bride. Yeah. Uh, I think the next figure coming out is Splinter as like Van Helsing. That's okay, cool. Which is sweet. That's, That's awesome. cool. And I don't think they've, uh, I don't believe they've figured out who Donnie is yet. I don't or know. Or if they have, I haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, I haven't it. seen it. But yeah, I make super him Victor cool Frankenstein. He Victor? was the Victor Frankenstein of the Ninja Turtles. That's true. That's true. He was. Yeah. All but the yeah, inventing. Uh, Awesome stuff, man. Love these figures. All right. We ready to spin? I think so. Back to the wheel we go. All right, Turbo. Let's go. Next. (laughs) Around, around she goes. Oh, man. From Universal Monsters TMNT to what? We are stopping on Monster in My Pocket. Oh, boy. Okay. So I think I may be the definitive Monster in My Pocket expert after the week that I've had, guys. Recently, absolutely. So I've been sitting on probably 150 different monster in my pocket figures for probably the last six months i just have them in a bin right yep. and you know it's been my intention to go through them and research them and price them for many many months and you know every week something new comes in and monster in my pocket gets pushed, get pushed aside back. but this week for some reason it, the stars aligned and i started working on monster in my pocket so this is a line of toys 1990 matchbox think muscle men from the 80s right mm-hmm. these little you know inarticulated dudes Monster in my pocket, they're a little softer than muscle figures. Yeah. You know, they got a little pliability to them. But super iconic, man. There's so many different versions of these characters. There are multiple series. Um, I have in my possession, guys, I have a monster in my pocket figure right behind me. Mm-hmm. I can grab it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to grab this monster <laughs> in my pocket figure. And I want you guys to guess the value of this thing, okay? Oh, man. All right, so we're talking about like a, a, maybe what are they? Are they even an inch and a half uh, tall? Inch and a half to two inches tall. Yep. Yeah, and, so, and multiple colors. Some glow in the dark, right? So in my in my hands, I'm gonna mm-hmm. pass them around first to Jesse the body, and then mm-hmm. adorable Adrian. <laughs> Here he goes. All right. And I'm gonna. This butcher, guy's cool. I'm gonna butcher pronouncing his name. I want to say it's like Blemya. So he's got Blemye. like he's got like a sunken head. Yep. In his so chest. he's he's probably the rarest monster in my pocket. He's definitely the rarest one that I've uh, been in possession of. So he was only available as a pack in with Monster in My Pocket NES video game. He's got oh number, okay. He came with the game. He's got only way you could get it. on the back. So do you guys? Were there? I mean, I gotta see him still. Were there? Mm. How many total were there? Because it was a collect them all thing, like muscle, right? Oh, I know that originally there was forty eight, but there's hundreds. hundreds now. Yeah, I don't even know the full number. There's hundreds because monster in my pocket. Oh, yeah, he's ninety one. I think he's technically eighty one. Is he? The, his number because each yeah, monster his in my number pocket is eighty one on yeah. the bottom. Yeah, yeah but nineteen ninety one is when he came out, so not nineteen ninety. So I'm gonna go with like this stupid little. I mean, he's blue. <laughs> With a head in, it's just guess this valid. thing that costs probably ten cents to make. Yeah, right. Is going to go for one hundred and twenty-five bucks. Joe, you want to guess? I was going to say, I was going to say two hundred. He's four hundred dollars. Four hundred. Four hundred dollars for this little bad boy. I'll have to take a picture and put po- put it in the Instagram post. Yeah, this week. he's cool. He's very rare, very cool. But these things, man, they're collectible. Dave, you did a deep dive on muscle when we did the. Uh, and when we're talking about toy lines yeah. from the 80s, too. And this is just a continuation of that. There's a million yeah. of these little characters. First two series were released, you know, pretty much everywhere retail. Series three was exclusive to big boy restaurants. 
And in Canada, there's a cereal called Shreddies. You guys ever oh, ate Shreddies? Shreddies I've heard of Shreddies. I have not eaten Shreddies. Yeah, me neither. But you could buy, you could get them in boxes of Shreddies. So those are the cool. rarest Monster in My Pocket figures. Those are going to go 50 to 100 bucks a pop. But really cool toys, really iconic toys. When people look back and they think of like Halloween in the 90s, you're, right. you're picturing these little dudes for sure. Yeah, I had a, I had a couple of them. Um, they kind of went right in with the muscle guys. I actually thought they were all kind of the same at one point. Right. Um, in my like as a kid, I knew they were different, but yeah, I just, mean they're they when totally... you grow up and get older, they just blend together as one toy. But yeah, yeah, when you brought it up, I was like, what were like I was picturing something else. I was picturing Mighty Max when you were saying Miles okay. from my pocket. That's what I was picturing, right. and then I looked it up and went, no, no, I, this was I had a couple of these guys with like the muscle. I had I remember having the the Hydra one because. Like Hydras are cool. And yeah, I remember having that as a kid. That's probably why I think they're cool as an adult still. Yep, that mm. character's name is indeed Hydra. That oh, yeah. is his name. I researched him mm. yesterday. Go figure. <laughs> right. So yeah, monster in my pocket, cool. And Dave bringing up Mighty Max. Not on this episode, but no. I am ready to talk Mighty Max soon, man. Yeah, for sure. Real soon. But, okay, right. back to Turbo we go. Turbo, here she goes. What are we thinking? Wow, man. Let's how see. Fo- how are you following Monster in my pocket? We're following it with Skeleton Warriors. Ooh. All a right. very underappreciated action Dude, figure line from this the 90s. figure line is crazy. So yeah, so this was um, 1993 Playmates, mm-hmm. and it also had an, an animated series, a cartoon that I believe ran for one year. Yeah, and it was 13 episodes. Yeah, and you know, um, 13. Nothing yeah. says skeletons. Like them. <laughs> I mean, it was what it was basically Playmates's uh, way of trying to create their own Masters of the Universe kind of okay. kind of thing, right? Yeah, I get it. With yeah. the characters and. Um, I mean, it didn't last very long, and I think one of the downfalls of this line is the skeletons are so cool, right? Like, the sculpts are amazing, the paint's amazing, but they put out all of the bad guys in wave one, okay. right? And there was no heroes. Oh, really? There was no heroes. So there's more than one wave? Yeah, there's oh. more than one wave. So, like, they came out in the, over the span of a year. So in the beginning of the year, they put out all the skeletons thinking, well, okay, these are going to fly off the shelves. Yeah. But what kid's going to want to buy all these bad guys with no good guys? Sure. To fight, yeah, right. So that Skeletor's was cool, but you need right. He-Man. You need He Man. Yeah. So that was kind of the downfall. And when they released the humans later that year, the line was already canceled. Okay, right. So I it mean, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, even think about the idea of the show itself. When you look back at Skeleton Warriors, I couldn't name one hero. I don't even remember. Right, it was like a no. long-haired, bearded guy. Yeah, maybe. there was a bearded guy. Yeah, yeah. The skeletons were the stars. Mm-hmm. They should have found a way to make the skeletons the heroes. <laughs> Yeah, you why not? I mean? Why not? Yeah. And, and they the name were, of the show being Skeleton Warriors. Right. Skeleton, you you think they they'd be the good guys. So I honestly thought the skeletons were the heroes because I had never heard of this show. Yeah. I had never heard of these toys in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I was like, what are Skeleton Warriors? I Google them. They might be the coolest oh, they are. toy they are. I've ever seen. I'm like, I want one. Like, yeah. I, right. I, after Googling it, I want Skeleton Warriors. And don't they have, like, vac metal armor and stuff? There, and there there's, is like, some vac metal stuff. To each figure. Dude, they're amazing. And Playmates, once again, like Ninja Turtles, gave them the dynamic posing so they don't stand all that well. Uh-huh. But uh, when you think about this line, I think another reason why this line didn't succeed is what was every boy buying in 93? Oh, yeah. Power What am I Power dressed Rangers. as, Joe? The Green, Green Ranger. Ranger. <laughs> Every little boy wanted Power Rangers. They weren't even looking at these amazing yeah. skeletons, and they just kind of went unnoticed, and that was it for them. You're right about being unnoticed, because I yeah. can remember Skeleton Warriors being on steep clearance pretty quickly, yeah. right? That was yeah. like a staple of KB Toys in 94, 95. You know what I was originally thinking Skeleton Warriors were going to be, like when we when you first saw it in there, before I like looked into it, was yeah. just those little like Green Army men, but there was hundreds of little like 
off-white oh, like okay. skeleton guys that had yeah. like weapons and stuff and I, I actually had a lot of those dudes and I used to think of the movie like Army of Darkness and oh yeah, yeah. yeah. destroyed yeah. by like turtles and stuff but. yeah well before we uh, before we move on we yeah. had skeleton wars do we, we got to talk about the best figure right the freaking spider skeleton guy what's his name like arachna spider or whatever. I don't know I'd have to it's look it up it's a skeleton yeah. with like you know the limbs of a spider he is it is the coolest figure. Like- yeah he has multiple arms like it is a cool, cool figure. There was a lot of cool stuff that never even got made because the line was canceled. There was supposed to be a dragon oh, skeleton really? that was oh, going to come out. Really? There was a playset and vehicles. Yeah, and, they went all in on it because yeah. I can remember Skeleton Warriors being a thing like where you could buy a lunchbox. Yep. Like they had stuff. Like they yeah. they thought it was going to be way more than it ended up becoming. Absolutely. Oh yeah, this spider guy, Aracula. Yeah, he Look is, at that thing. He is amazing looking. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's the coolest figure yep. I think. But yeah, Skeleton Wars. If if you guys don't know, you need to look into it because I a, need to look up the amazing. value because for the longest time they were pretty worthless. But I've they were pretty honestly, cheap in the of, last year or yeah. two. I Who knows even, now? I haven't really even come across one, so right. maybe maybe they're going up. Maybe, probably everything. Is. I mean, especially this time of year. Right? Actually, yes. yeah. I mean. All right, let's wheel out Turbo Spinner, Skeleton Warriors. Great line. Around, 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 around. Come on, Turbo, give us something. We are on. Oh, this is a close one. Oh, oh, (laughs) Movie Maniacs McFarlane, baby. Oh, man. So the Movie Maniacs, um, I mean, I could talk for a long time about these. So Todd McFarlane. We talked about Spawn a couple episodes back. I believe it was the last Turbo Wheel, Nine Toy Lines of the 90s. Yeah. Um, and he had revolutionized the game of, of toys being catered towards like teens mm-hmm. and, and young adults. And he took that and got the licensing to with a bunch of horror movies because there, no, there was no toys with horror movies. Sure. Like right. you have these iconic characters that for some reason in the, in the 90s became almost like baby faces in a way, even though they're not, but... They became, they, they became yeah. a cult following behind more of the, the the slashers from movies and stuff. So Todd McFarlane gets the license uh, to make toys of these guys in 1998. And the first series was Jason Voorhees, Leatherface, Freddy. And then he had uh, a deal with Species 2 to help promote the movie, where it was uh, Eve and Patrick, both from Species 2. Yeah. So you get your first line of movie monsters. There was only seven series, and he was just doing four at a time with each one. Mm-hmm. Um, so couple people missing from that series well you're gonna get them because everybody eventually came out um as they had variants of them as well but in series two you had Ghostface from the screen movies which in 1999 probably the hottest yeah horror dude, franchise so now you can get a, a ghost face toy norman bates from psycho chucky from the child's play movies michael myers from halloween and Pumpkinhead. And then they even add Eric Draven from The Crow. Who I remember made, this figure. Yeah, made that as figure. Well. Uh, series 3 comes at you with Ash Williams, Edward Scissorhands, Shaft, Snake Plissken, um, Brundlefly, and then The Thing's creature from Norris's body, if anybody out there has seen The, yeah. the, the Thing. And then um, Blair from The Exorcist. Series 4 brought you Terminator, T-1000, and T-800. Uh, the Blair Witch character which was like a tree um then you know you <laughs> I was also gonna say to, you don't see the witch what did they make it was like yeah and then you know you had Wishmaster in series five tooth fairy from darkness falls this is where he started to get into a reach jason x promoting that movie <clears throat> yeah. connor you know and you could tell the line was starting to run to an end he was running out of ideas because he got but then he lands the alien and predator predator franchises for series six which was huge 
Um, got those out, and that was mostly what that whole series was, was in Series 6. And then Series 7, the final series, had uh, Corporal Hicks from Alien, RoboCop, um, and then another Leatherface from a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that was recent, and then other characters from Texas Chainsaw Massacre as well. So yeah. seven series, just about a, every horror yeah. right. movie icon from the 70s to the early 2000s. Yeah. Well, we you know when we talked about Spawn, we talked about McFarlane as a maker of toys, right? And just the whole idea of like prior to the mid-90s when McFarlane launched his product, toys were marketed on, really only to kids, right? No, yeah. Toys weren't being made with an adult collector in mind until until the mid-90s when he comes out with Spawn. And from that, he gets the license to these films and these characters that tons of people have been fans of for right. years and years, but there was never any action figure representation for them prior to that. So, yeah, that first series drops, who and, you know, it's your chance to get a screen-accurate Freddy Krueger action figure. But prior to that, what was there? There was that old big giant talking oh, the doll. Oh, the talk, the string one, you know, yeah. Maybe like a bendy or, you know, like, you know a real yeah. kiddie version because prior to that, the toy was, it was Freddy Krueger, but it was marketed to kids. Which so, is weird. <laughs> which is weird, right? Yeah, right. so, I mean, it totally changed the game. And Movie Maniacs, just you rattling off that list, you can tell it's like, it's a mix of he's got these iconic horror icons but at the same time there's these films being made and it's current properties so he's found a way to weave both in together where yeah. it's like a new movie comes out he's got the brand new figure yep. but at the same time you're going to get this classic figure of jason Voorhees that you never had before and dude definite game changer i mean walk in any toy store to this day and you know NECA's pretty like yeah. what 30 to 40 percent of the stuff they produce is horror, is horror. Based, they right? own that market for now. the adult collector and yeah it just proved that like you know there's a big section of people that will buy action figures of these characters mm -hmm. yeah my older brother had so many of them mm -hmm. i mean i know he I, I, spawn was i said like we did that that he had started buying the spawn toys and then from spawn toys he was like oh he loves horror movies, so then he started. But he had at least twenty of the of those movie monsters, mm -hmm. um, and it just so happened that he moved out in two thousand four, moved away, moved to Alabama in two thousand four, out of Michigan, and so I haven't seen him since. But it's just ironic that the line ends in two thousand four. So he was buying them, yeah. every series. He had so many, he might have had them all. Yeah, Maybe. and I mean, and these things were meant to be displayed, right? Oh like yeah, they, yeah. you know, they yeah, he weren't had a case that they were all. Yeah, in. you know, they weren't. There was some articulation, not much. You know, they weren't meant to be played with. They were meant to be displayed. Each, every figure came with uh, that stand yeah. behind them where the film's poster would yeah, be in it. Yeah, so cool, this little stand with yeah. the poster. Yeah, and you know, I'm not a horror guy. Never have been, never yeah. will be. We'll probably get into that later in this episode. <laughs> but Movie Maniacs still touched on characters I cared about when Dave said Eric Draven the Crow. Oh, yeah. Bro, bro I had the 7-inch. They made that in a 12-inch in the yeah. clear clamshell box. I had yeah. that Edward Scissorhands. I had Dude, that. They made an 18-inch Edward Scissorhands. Oh, really? I haven't where seen Where it was like motion where you turn it on, and if you walked by him, he'd like move, and, oh, his, really? hand, and his hands would cut. That figure was so cool. That's cool. He was very hard to stand, though, notorious for falling over. But I remember you having that. Yeah, that right? Yeah. I had that thing forever. Yeah. Um, but so many cool you know, properties and characters that, you know, yeah, who Edward Scissorhands comes out in, like, 1990, 91. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. no ac action figure, but here comes McFarlane. 
We'll talk a lot about that in a future episode coming up. <laughs> we oh, will. We yes, we, we will. We'll get into a lot of detail. But yeah, Movie Maniacs. Any other uh, memories? Do you have any, Joe? Did you I, buy no, any? I didn't really have any. Yeah. No. no. The one that I always remember the most uh, was the Ash Williams figure from the Evil Dead movies and Army yeah. of Darkness. Like, when my brother got that and put it in the case, I'm like, that, it just, just the detail yeah. was so cool. And he had yeah. the, because they made two versions of all of these, too, where there was like a... I don't know, like a PG or a PG thirteen oh, version yeah. and like an R rated version. And I remember the Ash one he had was like the R rated version because he had the blood all over him, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just really. Yeah, you know, there I think there is. I think one of the figures too, if I'm not mistaken, the species chick. I think they had. So it, was, it was quite provocative. Her R mm-hmm. rated <laughs> figure was yeah. was a little different than her right. PG thirteen <laughs> one, but. Uh, How's yes. the value on these since NECA has kind of taken control of that market? Uh, honestly, I mean, loose, th- yeah. not much, but carded, they're not bad. Like, yeah. if you get them in decent shape, and, you know, the thing is, these figures, they're, you know, with the display stand, and a lot of them have, like, uh, some of those bases are real heavy, right? Yeah. So, like, the packaging to get them on, like, nice, clean card backs is not that common because, yeah. you know, but, yeah, there's so heavy. It's not bad, honestly. That's good. Yeah. I, I love Movie Maniacs. Talking about it inspired me, guys. I think I might buy that Edward Scissorhands no. figure. Oh, no. I think I need another one. Well, we just, we've got you know, two weeks out, and we'll be talking a lot of Tim, things Tim Burton. I might, so. I might buy another one of that bad boy. Stand him over by the register so when people are checking hopefully out. Hopefully he's not as expensive as he used to be. Okay. All What's right, Turbo. Next? next. Turbo is a spinning. Turbo is Turbo's one of my, he's a close friend of mine. Turbo is a great, great. <laughs> he helps me make decisions, and I, and I love him for it. All right. Turbo has landed on the McNugget oh, Buddies. Ooh. One of my favorite so, McDonald's premiums what a, here. What a <laughs> contrast to go from movie maniacs <laughs> to McNugget Buddies. Hey, spooky is an all-encompassing word, okay? Right. So, so it, for those of you out there, I, you know, they go, hey, Dave, Joe and Keith here go, hey, we want you to do <laughs> Nugget Buddies, which is for like... <laughs> toddlers we want you to do some research on the the turtle guys which were you know for like youths 10 years old and then the movie maniacs which is for teens so i had a wide spectrum here but right. nugget yeah, buddies we, we cast a wide net for you Dave. Yeah, yeah i appreciate it though too because nugget buddies who didn't have nugget buddies i mean i, don't, I couldn't tell you I was surprised, though, that there was only three incarnations of Nugget Buddies. Oh, like three sets over three the years? Three sets over the years, yeah. yeah. In 88. Yeah, what are the years? So it, so the a Chicken Nugget, the Chicken McNugget was not even around until 1983. Yeah. I was born the same year as the Chicken McNugget. <laughs> wow, you share that with the Chicken McNugget. <laughs> Birth year. Wow. And, and um, so in 1988, part of a marketing t- ploy, mm-hmm. um, McDonald's decided they were going to dress these nuggets up in costumes. Far before Ninja Turtles did it, which makes me wonder if Ninja Turtles was inspired by McNugget mm. Buddies. Playmates <laughs> was inspired by, by McNugget <laughs> Buddies. But you had a police officer, athlete, musician, cowboy, even like little swimming guys. But then McNugget Buddies all had like mm-hmm. a little gimmick. They were just this little plastic chick-looking chicken McNugget. Was McNuggets. that first series that you just mentioned, was it like Halloween inspired? It wasn't. No, it, it was, was just, just a random. It was just like a summer release. Got it, yeah. And then in 93, they said, let's run it back mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the Nugget Buddies dressed up as monsters. So you had... A ghost, which was named McBoo McNugget. Mm-hmm. You had a mummy, which was Mummy McNugget. Frankenstein's <laughs> monster, who is Monster McNugget. They put a lot of thought into these names. <laughs> a witch, which was Witchy McNugget. Uh, a vampire, who is uh, McNugula. So That's that was the best one. Awesome McNugula. name. That guy got a raise. And then, and then, you know, who couldn't go wrong with naming a pumpkin 
as Pumpkin McNugget. <laughs> <laughs> but those six, I, I know for sure I had all six of those. That yeah. was definitely yes. a collect them all happy meal. I had all six of those. They tried to run the line back again in 95, and I don't know if I had any of the is 95 Is that the year versions. where Ronald McDonald is a McNugget? Um, no, the Ronald McDonald McNugget was uh, was in ninety was in ninety five, but it wasn't part of the ninety five line. Ah. or I'm sorry, Ronald McDougat. No, he was, he was. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, he was part of the the. Actually, this was ninety six. Sorry, mm-hmm. the in ninety five they they wanted to run it back, but they didn't have him ready. So in ninety six, I've seen that nugget up there somewhere. There he is. There he is. Yeah, there he is. Ronald so McDonald nugget. in ninety six, the costumes they had. Uh, were the Alien McNugget, Dragon McNugget, Spider McNugget, Fairy Princess McNugget, Rockstar McNugget, and Ronald McNugget. They so couldn't cool. put, I mean, couldn't you come up with some better names? What are, how, they, what how, are they doing? How did they paint one of those nuggets purple and call it Grimace McNugget? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they could have did the whole line of them, honestly. The, all of the McDonald's like yeah. characters could have been made into nugget form, not just Ronald. McNugget buddies were so cool, though, right? Like, yeah. definitely, like, one of the hot... Looking back, you know, now, 25, 30 years later, you think back of all the iconic Happy Meal toys that you got, McNugget buddies is in the top five. It's oh, up yes. there with yes. the McChangeables, right? Yep. Like, you know, the Muppet Babies and then McNugget buddies. You just there. said my top three. Those oh, are with, my top three. Without a doubt. Yep. So awesome. And then, you know, the other thing, too, was back then... When you got your McNugget buddy, they also had like a like the Happy Meal came in like a bucket, like a pail. Yeah, the, like there yeah. was like the, the three. Yeah, they had the the ghost, the pumpkin, and the. They're coming back this year. The Dave. witch, right? They're really, back they're bringing year. them back. Well, the very first ones, I pulled it up because I wanted to make sure I had the year right. It was 1986. I think though, okay. I think you guys might. I know when the pail was. In a Happy Meal, yeah, a McNugget. No, buddy. no, there, there was no. This the was the prize separate. was the pail. There yes. was no yes. toy. It was McBoo, McPunk, in. And Mick Goblin, oh, and they the were the God. three. Oh, it wasn't a witch; it was a goblin. Yeah, the, well, well, the very first ones were all pumpkins, but after that, yeah, you had the ghost, the witch, and the pumpkin. Oh yeah, know. the first time they were all orange. All orange pumpkins yeah. with different faces. Yep. Yeah, but going back to McNugget buddies, so cool. Um, to this day, you know, it's funny. <clears throat> you know, you get a big, you know, doing what I do in a toy store, you get a big old bin of action figure accessories in. You start yeah. digging in and. You know, the first thing I always do is I'm pulling out TMNT stuff, you know, just because I know it so well. It's eye-catching. Pull it all out. And you'll end up with, over the years, I'll end up with these random belts. Or I'm like, this isn't Turtles, but this belt, you know, it's got, like, Playmates vibes. Maybe this is, like, Cowboys of Mumesa. Maybe, you know, you're thinking, you know, Earthworm Jim. It's going to be something like that. (laughs) And so I, like, have a bag of these set aside for, like, a year. And then one day... Someone brings in some McNugget buddies, and uh, these ones are complete. You know, it's like a cowboy one. And I'm, yeah. I realize I'm like, that belt this <laughs> McNugget buddy's wearing is the belt that I've had in this bag for a year that I right. thought went to this, like, important action figure. It's just a testament to, like, how well these toys were made. Hey, the McNugget buddies are very McNugget buddies <laughs> accessory. They're a little legit, man. Yeah. They look Heck like yeah. a real like a real deal action figure I mean, you accessory. look at it, it could be a toy that could have came out. Yeah, you it know, looks like you could spend money on that. It could have been on, on a card. Yeah, it could have yeah. been hanging on a peg. Absolutely. Yeah, it's wild how nice that, you know, they spent time and effort and energy. Yeah. Not in the naming department. No. <laughs> No, except for the Dracula one. Yeah, McNuggula. Is McNuggula awesome. is probably the best nugget. Name. Awesome name. Yeah. But yeah, very cool. Who didn't have these? I, like, no, everyone. I had did. so many. Everybody ate yeah. McDonald's and everyone had McNugget yeah. buddies. Yep. Iconic, iconic toy. If you were under the age of sixteen in the nineties, yes, you had McNugget buddies. 
Yes. I feel like they should bring (laughs) McNugget Buddies back because I would literally be buying Happy Meals every day trying to get them all. Yeah, the thing is, though, you know, we just talked about how nice they were. I I just don't think they could do it Uh, It unless they charge $12 for a Happy Meal. Yeah. But, yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. All right, let's roll out let's roll. turbo we here. We got, left? we got four left. How are we doing on time, Dave? We good? Yeah, we're good. All right, cool. We're good. All right, turbo. We're halfway to the time through the time limit. Beautiful. Turbo is going to bless us with Supernaturals. Ooh. Oh, so I actually saved an image on my phone. Guys, yeah. I'm going to read this to you. Okay. So while you're pulling that up, the yep. one thing, my, my comment on Supernaturals was mm-hmm. I had no idea what Supernaturals were. No idea. I mm-hmm. look them up. I'm like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I had one of these dudes that I have no, I had no idea what the name of the toy was, no idea what line it was from. So for our 35 years of my life, yeah. mm-hmm. there's this toy that I've had pictured in my brain, mm-hmm. but I had no idea what it was or what it belonged to in this podcast. Isn't that the greatest and feeling? Supernaturals it is. It is. has solved that mystery. That's beautiful. So was your Supernatural just like a random birthday gift or something like that? I have no idea. No idea? I just know it was around. Okay. Like you play with toys and there was always this, this, one this dude. snake looking dude. Yeah. Okay, guys, ready? So this is from the Tonka uh, catalog, 1987. Oh, I love catalogs. This yeah, is let's just, do it. This is introducing you to the world, so... Sit down, light a candle. Ready? I'm scared already. Okay. For centuries, the Tomb of Doom remained sealed. Its location was long forgotten, as were the horrors that it contained. Recently, it was rediscovered and its seal was broken. The spirits that it contained were unleashed upon the earth. Thus begins the battle of the supernaturals. That's frightening. Ooh, I love (laughs) it. That is frightening. So awesome, right? So... The toy Dave described, the Snake Man, I'm not even sure what that character's name is. Snake but Bite, I believe it snake was. Snake Bite? Cool. So, it's the 80s, guys. Yeah. Holograms, right? Yes. Holograms All the are awesome. They're cool. Give me a holographic sticker. Give me a holograph anything. Oh. So, Tonka found a way to produce half of an action figure. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a hologram on it and market it as a toy, but it worked, man. So. You know, Supernaturals, were, they were like hollowed out action figures. So imagine an action figure that from the head to the waist, the front half of its body is literally hollowed out, but inside of it is a holographic sticker yep. that, you know, when you move it, you're going to get one, two, possibly three different images yeah. on that bad boy. And the figures were so cool and they're so unique uh, that, you know, Dave's thought about it for 35 years. You don't forget an action figure like that because there really wasn't anything like it. I mean, I guess you could argue Hasbro Visionaries, same year, yeah, yeah, same yep. kind of concept, but, same gimmick. But Supernatural's holograms were like literally five times the size of a Visionaries one, yeah, right? Yep. But just really cool, iconic characters, and you know, researching Supernaturals this week, I learned some things that I did not know. Like, for example, the little wizard dudes in the Supernaturals line, the little cloak. Guys. There are eight different versions of them. The no leg guys. The oh no, wow! Eight different versions. Yeah, I, I, I had thought, no idea. You know, I would have thought there were three or four, but. There's actually eight different ones, and they're all unique, and they have different colors. And, you know, there's a couple not well, there is a vehicle, but there's a couple winged beasts, you know, like the battle cat of, I believe his name is Lion Wings, is the good guy version. And there's a play set, and just really, really cool stuff. It's a line that I've started to collect, but, again, I need to learn more about it. Because, like Dave, I just have those memories of, I had a few. I had the guy you had. I had the dude. The, like the skeleton guy where his chest plate was like a bunch of skulls. A bunch of skulls with a hood. Yeah. And to me, I kind of rec- I kind of recall like these are big lots purchases. 
for okay. sure. Like I got them at Big Lots, probably 88, 89, probably a dollar or two. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything about it, but they're just visually so eye-catching that, you know, even your mom's like, you can get that. You can get these. That yeah, thing's sweet. Holograms. You can you can get that for a dollar. Right. I just thought it was cool how they were holograms, but you could put the armor or whatever over them to like complete the figure, right? Right. Which was cool. Yeah, usually you couldn't. Usually their face was still like they right, still had still a chest plate the, or yeah, they might have like a helmet, sticker. but their face itself would usually still mm-hmm. kind of be. So, yeah, really cool and definitely spooky, spooky toys. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Did you have any of these guys show? I had a couple. Man, but they were they didn't have anything. So I feel like they were either hand me downs or maybe a garage sale find. Probably. Yeah. More than likely garage yeah, sale. When you picture your dude, do you yeah. picture all his stuff on him or is it literally just the it's hollowed just out the shell? Dude, yeah. I, I think it was a whole body, but I remember his chest coming off. Because I don't know. Oh, you I had remember. the chest. Too. I don't yeah, remember opening it. So, yeah. 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 He was he was mostly from what I remember too, like an out. Like he was just like outside in like the ball bin with like a couple yeah. random like Probably the random the action playground. figures. <laughs> yeah. Like, who knows where he came from and just probably was, like, yeah. a randomly Easter, Christmas, that's, birthday. That's, that's what I think mine was, Like, yeah. a, like a aunt was like, oh, he'll buy these for the boys. And yeah. Right, it's a sticker of a hologram. It was, it, was, it was cool, though. That toy was around for a long time. Yeah, Supernatural. It's cool stuff. Very cool line. Also, probably much like Castle Grayskull, there's a good chance I put a hockey puck through him at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy, for sure. Like, let's really hollow out this guy. <laughs> like, 12-year-old me was just, I mean, he wasn't kind to of his uh, old old toys that he didn't know what the hell You're they like were. like Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. The big one. Shooting hockey pucks at him, working on my accuracy. He was probably one of the guys, because there was a point in time where I did hang, like, toys from... Like my hockey net, corporal punishment. Yeah, and like, yeah. Like hang them and then like shoot it, and they would try to hit the hit the toy. Like that was like. Well, you're just trying to improve your accuracy. Oh, like, like, I can respect that. exposition. Yeah, respect hanging the hanging the toy. Using a supernatural yeah. action figure. Yeah, put, I mean, it's of, a small target to hit. So yeah, I mean, yeah. that's good. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty I sure he was one of those. Now that yeah. like, talking about it, I'm almost positive. I get it. He was hanging from that hockey net. We've uncovered uncovered deep secrets here today. <laughs> Welcome to the deep dive. All right, Turbo. Let's do it, Turbo. We Let's got three left, two left. Three. There's three left. Three left, cool. Three pretty good ones. I can't think of what they are, but yeah, Turbo's, okay. Turbo's busting it out today. Right, we are... Gremlins. Joe gets to bring up the rear on this. I get to bring up the rear on this. So Gremlins is near and dear to my heart, and there's a lot to talk about. So we'll try to, you know, talk about it in sequential order. So the film comes out in 1984, right? And so good. Do you guys realize that Gremlins comes out on the same day as Ghostbusters? Do you know, like, same exact day? Gremlins and Ghostbusters in movie theaters. theaters? Wow, that's crazy. Which is wild to think, right? What a double feature you could have went to. Yeah, crazy. So, yeah, hell of a drive-in. So, LJN made Gremlins toys in the '80s, and there's a variety of things. Nothing, you know, different scale. I think, like when we were kids, you probably remember having like little PVC versions of. That's what I remember the most. They made a little stripe as a Mogwai. There's a little bigger stripe. Then the figure that I absolutely had as a kid, and I feel like a lot of kids had, was. There was about a four-inch tall stripe gremlin, mm-hmm. but he was bendy. He was bendy. I right? know exactly you know, what you're talking classic about. Classic bendy. Move yep. his arm too much. I do and remember that? Sprouts the a metal rod. Thing. Yep. Um, you know they made a plush gizmo. There's about a six-inch articulated gizmo. Mm-hmm. It's a big twelve-inch stripe figure, which I, from back in the day, that I still want to buy for myself. Absolutely. So there was a variety of things. Nothing, you know, like super crazy. And then 
Gremlins 2 comes out in 1990, and the really the only action figure representation for those is uh, Applause, which is like a company that's notorious for making only member like yeah. little PVC. Little PVC. That, so Gremlins that was 2, there's game. little itty-bitty PVC versions of, you know, Daffy, Marwai, yeah. uh, not Stripe, Mohawk, George, all mm -hmm. of them. But... You know, finally, all these years later, going back to NECA and going back to horror properties, getting action figures, NECA comes out with Gremlins action figures, which these have been going strong for probably over 10 years, probably 15 years. You know, yeah. they started producing figures based on characters from Gremlins 2. And to this day, you can walk into any retail store and buy. There's brand new Gremlins on the shelf right now. Right. The construction Gremlins 2 pack, which I still haven't bought, but... Just awesome, awesome stuff. It's a property that is timeless, right? Gremlins, like, when, yeah. you know, I'm not a horror guy, but Gremlins, because it has Gizmo and he's so cute and the, mm -hmm. the movie's kind of tongue-in-cheek, like, I somehow I, I could watch Gremlins. To me, Gremlins isn't horror, to yeah. me. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Yeah. It absolutely is. Yeah. It's like, I would never watch a horror movie, but I would, I'd watch Gremlins. I love it. Right. Oh, yeah, Gremlins. I mean, it's funny when you were mentioning Stripe, too, because at some point in my life, I had Mandela-affected Stripe's name to Spike, and I had that Bendy toy you talked about. Okay. And I just always referred to it, oh, it's Spike, it's Spike, yeah. it's Spike from the Gremlins. Yeah. And then I'm like, I saw it, I don't know, 10 years ago as an adult, and I'm like, where the hell did I yeah. get Spike Dude, from? everybody, <laughs> there's so many people are like, oh, Spike, Spike, Spike. It's like his name's Stripe, but... Yeah, so why is that a thing? With I, him? I mean, he's got a mohawk. Yeah, maybe. I, guess, I never called Stripe's him Spike. Not too, but okay. yeah. But yeah, I had that, I had that Benny toy. Gremlin's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Hats off to Gremlins for coming out the same day as Ghostbusters and like actually succeeding. Which you is know, wild, And not right? being overshadowed. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Because Ghostbusters was a monster. Yeah, you go back and you watch Gremlins now. Well, so there's Gremlins and there's Gremlins 2. These films could not be completely different. more different. <laughs> completely but also, different. All, I love them both, honestly. Oh, yeah. Gremlins yeah. 2 is, like, unbelievable. I could watch that any day. Yeah, Gre the, yeah Gremlins, I feel like Gremlins originally was supposed to kind of be almost like, I don't want to say a horror movie, but spooky. It was like a Critters. Yeah, I mean, it, it has like those vibes. It has those elements. Gremlins 2 is just like, let's take all the fun stuff from Gremlins 1 right. and make it a fun movie. Right, yeah. it's a comedy. Make it a wild movie. Make yeah. it a movie yeah. that we could never do a sequel to because we've done li like <laughs> right. literally everything. Like right. People have been begging for Gremlins 3 since 1990, and it's like, how do you follow Gremlins you 2? You can't. Well, how do you even do you'd have to. You'd have to reboot yeah. the franchise. You'd have to start over. Absolutely. That's, and that's what that animated. A prequel, maybe. There's that animated show that should be coming out any day now on Paramount Plus oh. where it follows Gizmo but it's set in 1920s uh, China so we can kind of oh, see cool. so Gremlins owner um, yeah. I forget the guy's name the old the old dude in Gremlins 1 oh, it's yeah. him as a boy with Gizmo okay. in the 1920s and that's the basis of this animated show gotcha but well, yeah you know people Giz nowadays you love Baby Yoda you better be thanking Gizmo dude, for that Gizmo's the OG rip off he's of the Gizmo. OG Baby Yoda yeah <laughs> yeah so how old is Gizmo? Gizmo's got to be up there. I thought he was a young little fella. He's in the an first ancient movie. creature. No, yeah. Gizmo's very. Oh, that's right, he was. That's yeah. Right. yeah, he's like an ancient. Yeah, yeah, man. He's just pure. He's just the nice. Billy's I, dad. He just, I just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what he did to get that, but man, he protect, did something. Protect Gizmo at all costs. <laughs> yeah, how do we not? Ha we need. We could reboot Gremlins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we could write yes. a Gremlins 3 script. <laughs> Absolutely. And just reboot the franchise. Mm -hmm. and it would be amazing. Yeah. As long as Gizmo's at the heart, I mean. Oh, you, you have to. You have to build it around Gizmo. Like, I can. Mm -hmm. Looking back as a kid, it's like, 
I don't want to say Gizmo was my first love, but like I've always loved that. It's just something about him, right? He's so cute. He's yeah. just there's yep. not an evil bone in his body. Gizmo, do you want a do you want a, a chicken wing before bed? No, thank you. Right. Right. No, I'm good. You know what I mean? He had the opportunity to go bad oh, so many yeah, times. Yeah. yeah. Just the pure of heart. Yep. Just a cute little creature. There was, uh, I think, my younger. I don't, maybe I had it. I don't know. But there was like a gizmo toy, and I just remember the eyes. They were like the anim, the I guess animatronic eyes, maybe like where they opened and closed. And okay. He kind of moved. Had like a f- few little movements to him. Uh-huh. It was a cute little the toy. cutest thing ever. A cute <laughs> yeah. little toy, big round eyeballs in yeah. that little soft. I, mean, I was probably more of like a baby gremlins two toy line that I remember getting because it was I was like a kid. Yeah, right. Like six or they, seven. They've made some things over the year. Gremlins Two had a lot of cool, uh, just random products. Like you can buy the tops cards to this day. Love those cards. Yeah. So, you know, follow me on Instagram. I'll, I open a pack mm-hmm. of those cards usually once a month just <laughs> right. for fun. Yeah. I got a really cool Gizmo uh, pencil where the topper is Gizmo coming out of a box. Oh yeah. A present. Yep. So there's lots of like little cool, you know, knickknacky type things from back in the day, but. The NECA stuff nowadays is unreal, man. They've dude. made every, I mean, name a gremlin, dude. They've probably, they've, s- named, they've made them all, honestly. Yep. They're like, we're, we're at the point in the line where it's like deep cuts only. Yeah. Outside of Vegetable Gremlin, somehow he hasn't got made yet. And how's your NECA collection? Is it it's it's complete? It's about that, yeah. It's pretty close, close? man. I, I, I've kind of cooled off on some of the newer stuff. Yeah. And I'm actually upset with NECA because they re-released all the Mogwais. Oh, really? So all the stores are getting them this week. I'm seeing all the independent toy stores like, we got our Mogwais in. And I'm like, dude, these are these are some figures I spent a lot of money to acquire. And now and they're, now they're $20 because they re-released them all. So which I wonder I, how that's going to affect the value of the originals. Oh, dude, that's got to plummet. Right, and that's I get horrible. it. I mean, that's what you want to bring new people yeah. into the line. But right. man, you got like at least repaint them, make them a little different. Right, but they're so they're not exactly the same. Exactly same the molds same. and exactly the oh, same. Oh, what that hurts. Nineteen ninety nine for these figures. I'm like, oh man, I, I spent wow. hundred dollars on yeah, some of these a year absolutely. or two ago because they were, you know, at that time nine, ten years old. But yeah, Gremlins, man, love it. I'm about to go home and watch Gremlins too. I just want to watch Gizmo dance too. Uh, <laughs> Right. Till I'm ready. Right. <laughs> All right, Turbo. We got two left. They're both yours, huh? They're both mine. Are you ever going to put your arm down, Jesse? No, I'm, I'm holding this pose. <laughs> I'm holding it. Biceps glistening right. over there. All right. Next up is the Slime Pit. Ooh. This was released by Mattel in 1986. Can you guys guess how much the Slime Pit cost when it was originally released? 1986 Slime Pit. I'm going to go with 15 bucks. It wasn't huge no it was probably it was probably yay tall it wasn't did it huge. come did it come with slime it did it came with slime it came with one can of motu slime a, i'm gonna say 19.99 it was nine dollars and 99 cents man what i'm, I'm the, way off there we go yeah. with those nines on the price tags you Dude, can't yeah. beat it so you know the original slime pit was basically hordax thing right so it was kind of this brick wall throne kind of thing with a dinosaur skull on top yeah you would pop out the little back piece of the skull you would pour your slime in, and then you would capture your Eternian hero with a giant hand claw, right? Yeah. And you'd hold him there. You'd tilt your skull forward, and the slime would slowly ooze out onto whatever poor soul is underneath. And that would turn him into, like, a mindless zombie that would do Hordak's bidding. What an awesome concept. Like, what a lore for this thing. And Hordak, man, what? He was just a jerk. I'll tell you what, though. I know two figures you don't want to get in that slime pit. And it's, Don't put Grizzler or Moss no. Man in and there. And it actually oh, says no. it says in the instruction manual, I believe, don't put Grizzler not for in use there. with uh, flocked figures like yeah. Moss Man and stuff. Wow. Yeah, it was, I mean, what, an amazing toy. 
Yeah, so I def- I did not have Slime Pit as a kid. But, I didn't either. But I, yeah. I mean, it's an iconic toy where I yep. could remember seeing it on packaging. But, I, you know, back in the day, um, so you've got the Motu Slime. You've got Ghostbusters Ectoplasm. you got TMNT Retro Mutagenus. Yep. I had none of that. My mom was not buying me yeah, same. <laughs> it just wasn't even an option, man. Yeah. Same here. And the, and the thing, was this the first, was the Slime Pit like the first toy to have that or was there stuff that predates it that had like a slime or an ooze what year did you say 86 that and ectoplasm kenner i'm trying to think it's like side by side because uh it's right around i don't know which one would have came first but i can't think of anything prior right there was no slime prior to that not that I can think of. Seventies toys. Had I wonder. Star Wars toys. It's close. Slime. No, no it's slime. Close, man. Star Kenner Wars. and Mattel. They were producing that stuff pretty, probably concurrently. Honestly. Well, someone can call the uh, the toy line and let us know oh, yeah. which slime came first. Yeah. You yeah. Can and what was that number again? Seven three four. Oh, four, nine, I got you. That is seven three four four nine four twenty two ninety two. Beautiful. But yeah, slime pit, awesome set, right? It's, yeah, it's and it's, it's about a spooky. You know, he, Motu had some spooky vibes, right? He did, right? He State, did. absolutely. Snake Mountain, spooky. Castle Grayskull Dude, itself, all yes. the play sets. But yeah. come on, slime pit's up there. And for such a simple gimmick, it's just hours of fun. But don't play with it on the carpet. Oh yeah, don't play. with You're it in on for the it if you play with don't it on the carpet. Don't get that slime on your shirt. You take that toy outside. Was Nickelodeon sliming people in '86? I don't think Nickelodeon existed in 86. I have no idea, but I'm going to... Well, the slime gonna, started no. with you can't do that on television. I'm going to say... I'm going to guess that was closer to 88, but probably. I don't know for sure. I'm going to say that the slime pit yeah. inspired Nickelodeon. <laughs> I love the way Dave thinks over there. <laughs> yeah. I really Double do. Dare would not exist <laughs> without, without the, the slime, slime pit. pit. Hordak started this whole thing. <laughs> it was, inspir- yeah. it was don't inspired. Don't thank Mark Summers. Thank right. Hordak. You thank Absolutely. Hordak and the evil horde. Yes. <laughs> Motu... Contributing to society <laughs> on more ways than one. Dude. Nickelodeon owes everything they have to Masters of the Universe. You better cut that check. Straight facts. All right, last one. We're down to the last one. I don't really have to spin it, but I clicked it anyway just because it's fun to see the confetti pop up. But the last <laughs> the last one is Creepy Crawlers. That's not how you say it. You guys... Oh, Creepy Crawlers. That's, <laughs> that's what I wanted to hear. So this, look, I was surprised because... You know, I, I had to, as much as I don't like to do research, I had to look some stuff up because I wanted to see the years. And I was surprised to see that Creepy Crawlers started in 1964. What? As Ma- Creepy Crawlers? As Creepy Crawlers. Mattel had a toy out that was called the Thing Maker. Which I was, do know this. It was basically the boy's easy bake oven to yeah. an extent. Uh-huh. And Creepy Crawlers came out in 1964 as a separate pack that you could buy to use with the wow. thing maker and that blew my mind yeah wow right so there's yeah, that that's, go ahead Dave. yeah i remember being a kid and like the, those coming out and i never had any but like my cousin he always had like the light bright and the creepy crawls he had all those yeah. types of toys yeah and um i remember being at his house and he got up for like christmas or whatever and my mom and my aunt talking about how they had yeah. a thing maker um, and they had creepy crawlers in like the nineteen six, like when they were kids in sixties. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, I remember that. Right. And like when I when you when you said that, I was like, oh yeah, I do remember sitting there at Christmas, like with my cousin's creepy crawler machine, and them right. talking about having a creepy crawler machine as wow. kids. And they said that they could. Do, there was a lot of different molds back then when they yep. were kids. There was like. You know, bar, like not Barbie dolls, but dolls and GI Joe, like Army Men, like different types of things right. that you could do with the same the thing maker, I guess. Right. And then so what? Just what took off? What happened is Mattel uh, kind of put it on the shelf, and they let the license expire. 
Okay. So what happened is in the early 90s, Creepy Crawlers was bought by Toy Max. Toy and Max. that's the one that we all know. Yes. Okay. That's when they re-released or just released for the first time under the new name uh-huh. or the new company. They released the Creepy Crawler yeah. oven. And that's when the commercials that we know and that jingle and that's what that all comes yeah. from. Yeah, and the timing was right because like that early 90s, so much of what we talked about today, Monster in My Pocket, Skeleton Warriors, it's all early 90s, yes. right? Which yep. is like monsters and fluorescent colors yep. and vibrant and creepy crawlers fits right in where it seems like a product of the 90s absolutely like the fact that it existed 30 years prior is like blowing it's my crazy. mind you know what i mean yeah. it's all cyclical because yeah. like you think about what do you say bright fluorescent colors and monsters mm-hmm. you think of, of of horror movie posters in the 1960s true they were all very very colorful very you know a lot of reds and greens and yep. vibrant and mm-hmm. you know your frankenstein was like bright green mm-hmm. that was really hot in like the the 60s and then even going back to the 1930s everything was black and white but when they were going to promote a movie they used a really colorful poster absolutely to to promote the movie and then yeah. things you know war times in the 40s and the 50s they that changes it comes back in the 60s then we go to the war times of the 70s and, and 80s and we come back in the 90s and let's bring that bright fluorescent colors back right. here we are 2022 30 years later guess mm-hmm. what's hot again bright fluorescent <laughs> right. colors it all comes back around it's and after war times that we went through you know the last 20 right. years yeah it's, it's true it's cyclical it's right. wild yeah and they had so many licenses they had power ranger molds yeah. and i mean all all that stuff from the 90s mm-hmm. and then you know the last leg of its life creepy crawlers was bought once again by jack specific okay and that's where it kind of died i love jack specific so i mean they jack specific they tried to they kind of reimagined it and they started using injection molds for creepy crawlers and yeah from what i saw that was like the last of it and it just kind of went away so you know what's funny creepy crawlers right so it existed what 60s to now yeah it's crazy 70 40 50 60 years 60 years i had not made a creepy crawler mm-hmm. until like a month ago i've never made one. Oh. I, I never had one as a kid we gotta get one in here uh i can get one our buddy justin Dude, he we, has a creepy one. crawler machine let's and he um he found a lady who produces the solution oh really all the colors so yeah. he has like a fully tricked out and he let me borrow it so that you know the kids could make creepy crawlers. So they can experience so that. So I was making yeah. them with them, and I was like, "Dude, this is the first time I ever made a creepy crawler That's in my awesome. life." But super fun, yeah, and really cool toy, right? It's like, very cool toy. Yeah, unique in the boys' space. There was not a lot of stuff like that for boys when we no. were growing up, right? We didn't want to sit there and make cupcakes. We wanted to make bugs, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, and my mom knew. Like, I'm an a- I was an action figure kid. I oh, didn't yeah. have any of right. the toys that were, you know, out- if it wasn't in the action figure aisle, I, I didn't. Wasn't even yeah, looking I at wasn't it, looking. You know at what it, I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I never had one, but it was my cousin that had one. My cousin Jason had one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 that's where I use it. Made bugs, made Power Rangers, made all that stuff over there. Nope, he he made them. I wasn't allowed to touch the machine. Oh come on! I just on. got to watch him make creepy. He wouldn't even let you make one. No. All right, here's here's my here's aunt, what I propose. More of my aunt. Power move. We need more of my aunt thing because I was. I mean. She's like, oh, I Dave's going to take this thing out back and <laughs> slap shot it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, man, we need to do a little of a, a video companion piece here and we need to get that machine in here and, oh, and can... film Dave making his first creepy crawler. Oh, we oh, can do okay. that. Okay. We well, need to I'll do that. In, I'll put in a phone call later today. I think everyone would get a kick out of that. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be very cool. Sweet. Very cool. 
Okay. That's well, it for Turbo. That's it. So we hit all nine spooky toy lines, right? We came in yep. costume. It was a lot of fun, uh, guys. I can't wait for next week's costume. Dude, uh, I don't I, know what yeah. I'm going to do, but man, we got to get tricked just, out. I'm, I'm going to top fit myself here, guys. If you, was, <laughs> if you think Green Ranger's good, just wait. <laughs> I mean, I've got my costume next week set up, but folks, mm-hmm. you could use our new hotline you could, to request uh, a costume for oh. the episodes that we record in the future, you could for the Ghostbusters episode, the Tim Burton movie toy line, or the Halloween. This, this whole month of October, yeah. Episode, yeah. We've got four more Halloween centric episodes coming, mm-hmm. beginning with next week, guys. This is a big one. This is a really, really fun podcast coming our way. So yep. we love the Time Blaster Toy Cast Bodacious Bracket Tournament, right? Love TBT, it. TBBT for short. We've done WWF LJNs a few times now, but we're going to step away from wrestling figures and we're going to focus on trick-or-treating goodies. So oh, we're talking man. candies. We're talking the oddities that we would have got in our trick-or-treating sacks as yep. kids. We're going to take 16 of them. We're going to bracket it up in one trick-or-treating goodies coming out on top next week. This Ooh. is going to be crazy. Ooh, baby. Come and get your goodies. <laughs> So, yeah, that'll be next week, guys. Again, we got the hotline. Joe, what's that number? Yeah, if you want to reach us at the Time Blaster toy line, that is 734-494-2292. We look forward to hearing all your calls, and we will see you guys next week.